The beaches of Hawaii have great snorkeling. You can watch fantastic surfing at Huntington Beach in California, and the Florida beaches are always filled with tourists. But for my money, I think Hilton Head Beach is the best. Teachers, here's how you do it. We will call this Teacher Vacation episode number two. Last week, we talked about the mouse. And boy, when I told you in that episode that all you have to do is post on Facebook that you're going to visit the mouse and you're going to get, I'll I'll exaggerate, a million different opinions about how you should do it. So go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. I will tell you this. All I had to do is pick a popular topic, and that episode had more listens in its first seven days than any episode we had done in the last 18 weeks. All the way back on March 14th is the first time we had an episode with more listens. That was the one where I I said IXL is a dirty word, and I kind of hit on some nerve with some teachers. So last week's episode was popular. People like to plan vacations. Now, I'm here to tell you today why I like Hilton Head so much. Let me remind you, first of all, about something that I really forgot to mention that much last week. I wrote a novel. It's called Butterfly Swag. A lot of you are already reading that. I can tell by the numbers, and I appreciate the comments I have gotten back. Two episodes ago, though, I mentioned that we're going to have a giveaway for this book, and I mentioned I wanted you to suggest new titles for this podcast. Now, I've reneged on that a little bit, not on the giveaway, but on the reasoning for the giveaway. I've kind of been advised by what I've read from my publisher and some other advisors that I've always listened to in the podcast world that... Right now is not the best time to change the title of my podcast, so I'm not going to do that. So what I had promised two weeks ago is that I would give one to the best title, and I would give one to somebody just at random. I'm going to continue to go ahead and give away two books, but both of them will be at random now. So I apologize to those of you that have already sent in title suggestions, but you still have an equal chance as everybody else, so... Just send an email to gregcollinsubstitute at gmail.com, and in the subject line, you'll, you'll need to put just put the word book, and I'll know that's what you mean. I'll probably give that away at the end of August. Two free books. There's also going to be some promotions eventually on Amazon where the price will be dropped for a time period and then gradually go back up to its normal price, so... I'm playing around with ways to market it, but I'll leave that at that. I don't want to waste our time on studying that. Two things about last week's episode that needs to be mentioned, though. One thing, I made everybody a nervous wreck by mentioning that fast passes may go away or they may be charged for when they come back. So let me tell you the latest. I know from those same websites that I mentioned to you that 
the American parks are starting to pull the covers off of their FastPass machines, which means you would think they're going to fire them back up soon. At the same time, I know their park over in Paris, they have already started charging for fast passes and kind of in an interesting way. Their system is by attraction, and the most popular attractions cost you $9. Now, I'm trying to think if I would prefer that or if I would prefer maybe a $50 to $75 fast pass that covers everything. And the more I thought about it, I got to thinking, you know, I think I would prefer this way. Just getting it for the popular attractions that I want to make sure I can walk on. And, you know, let's face it, you already have spent thousands of dollars on your vacation. So I'm not sure another $9 is going to hurt that much. But it'll be interesting to see how the American versions of the parks go as we progress over the weeks. All right, guys, I I will tell you this. My brother is retired. He retired to Hilton Head Island. We visit him quite often, and I really love the area. I am not going to pretend to tell you that the snorkeling there is better than in Hawaii because it's not, or maybe even down in the Caribbean. I don't know. I'm trying to remember back to the times, depending on what you're looking for, and how much corals around and all that kind of good stuff. We've been to Stingray Island and the Cayman Islands. So there's a lot of different things everywhere. But my point, my first point is going to be that when you hear Hilton Head Island, you immediately think, ah, that's got a reputation for just being for rich people, all the golf courses and all that kind of thing. Well, you can definitely find people down there that have a lot of money and they own condos and they rent out the condos at the same time because people own those condos and rent them out. You can do fairly well of doing that on your own, especially if you can split the cost with some family members. That's what we do a lot. We go down and split the cost with family members, break it up. And I'll tell you why I like that beach area better than any other beach I've been to. First, let me tell you this. I did mention a little bit, I want to touch base on this so I don't confuse anybody, that I bought Disney Vacation Club points. If you want more detail on that, go back to last week's episode. And I bought at their Disney Vacation Resort in Hilton Head. Now, Those points are also tradable into uh, Disney's resort in Hawaii and all of the Disney World resorts, most all of them, except the very, very newest one. And the reason I say that is I bought at Hilton Head because I knew we would go to Hilton Head more often than any of those other locations. And here's why that's important. When you buy into the Disney Vacation Club, it's based on points and Hilton Head will be our home resort. That means we can make a reservation at Hilton Head 11 months in advance. Whereas if we owned at a different resort, we could only make reservations seven months in advance. 
Now, if you want to go to Disney World all the time, maybe Hilton Head wouldn't have been the place to buy. But with us, it's just the opposite. We will go there more often than anywhere else we go. We usually go every year. We're probably not going to make it this year for various different reasons, but we usually go every year. And it's a great place to go, and I'm going to tell you why. But if you're thinking about that Disney Vacation Club and you want to go to Disney World more often than any other place, you probably need to buy the points in one of the Disney World-based resorts so that you can make sure you can get what you want by making your reservation 11 months ahead of time. Now, let me tell you why the Hilton Head area is great. Even though you will find most of the chain restaurants, many of the chain grocery stores that you'll find anywhere else, or at least in that part of the country, if you don't know, Hilton Head is in South Carolina. It's not too far away from Myrtle Beach. That's a little bit more touristy and a little bit more boardwalky. I don't know how else to describe that. Maybe even a little bit more so for kids, but there's always a lot of kids and a lot of things to do for kids at Hilton Head as well. Hilton Head is got restrictions on what those restaurants, what those stores can do. They can't put up big, tall signs that you can see from miles away. Their signs have to be at ground level. They do a lot of different things like that to protect it from having that touristy look, from being overwhelmed by cheap-type marketing strategies and all that kind of stuff. And it, because of that, it makes their foliage, it makes that area look so much nicer I think, than any other beach you can go to. And we've, we've been to our fair share of beaches. We've been on both the Gulf and the ocean side in Florida. We've been, of course, to Hilton Head, as I've talked about. We've been to some of the beaches in Texas. We've been out to the California. I'm not, you know, I say most of these are just one time. California and Hawaii, we've just been to one time. But There's plenty of beaches out there and plenty of things to do. I like Hilton Head because it's not industrialized, so to speak. But yet, you can just about think of anything you like to do, and it's there. And a lot of times, it's within walking distance. The Disney Vacation Club resort that we have, it's actually on a bay that has shopping and restaurants there. And they also have their private beach house on a part of the beach. And they will shuttle you from their resort onto the beach. And I kind of like that arrangement. Now, to me, the best thing, well, let me start with what not to me is the best thing. It's the best thing for the majority of people. I'll say it that way. But I'm not a golfer. I think you guys know my opinion of work working for a corporate environment. It's just not my style. It works out great for a lot of you. I gave up golf when I moved from the corporate world back to a different type of job, and I just put that golf off to the side because I associated it with some of the people that I had met in the corporate world that I didn't particularly like. That was the minority, but those were also the ones that I golfed with. There are golf courses galore in Hilton Head, some very renowned. I'd venture to say that most of the young executive type 
people that go to Hilton Head go there and play golf maybe every day and then hit the beach later that night. So that is definitely there. But for me, the number two thing that Hilton Head has going for it is its bicycle environment. There are bicycle paths all over that place. I'm not sure if you rode your bicycle all day long, if you could go through the entire island of Hilton Head. It spreads out for a while. I'm going to tell you about some of the different areas you can go to. But the bicycling is great. You can also use that as a walking trail. They're paved. There's even, in most places, lines drawn down the middle of the bike path for right and left, just on a road. And, of course, you want to learn the appropriate vernacular when you're bicycling. If you're getting ready to pass somebody slow on the left-hand side, you just say, on the left, and you move on. But that is great. We have actually used bicycles at this Disney Vacation Club Resort to bicycle to the beach, to bicycle to where my brother was staying. That He was staying at a hotel at the time. He has a home down there now. But the bicycling is great. That's one of the greatest things that I think is down there. Now, let's talk about traveling. Most of the rest of my family, they drive, and I don't blame them. Me and my wife, when we go down, we like to fly into Savannah Airport, which is the closest significant airport. I'll say it that way. Allegiant Air is one of the cheaper airlines, and it flies through our area and to several locations in Florida, and it also flies to Savannah. It doesn't fly every day of the week, but it is very reasonable, and then it's about, I can't remember, depending on what part of Hilton Head Island you go into, it's about a 45 minute to an hour drive from Hilton Head. But if you do that, plan on Savannah being one of your stops too, because it is a very historical town in one regard. The trees are so beautiful, and they've got one of those bus-type arrangements where you pay one fee, and you can hop off, hop on as many times as you want and see all the tourist landmarks. There are plenty of things to see, historical. Even if you're into movies, one of the scenes, the restaurant scene in Forrest Gump was filmed at one of the restaurants in Savannah. I didn't look it up. You look it up if you want to go there. It's pretty easy to find. They even have that in the window. They have the movie playing all the time on a TV screen over in the corner of the restaurant, and the food is excellent. So, you have time to a side trip to Savannah. Hilton Head is a beautiful beach. I like to walk on it. I like the way the town is set up. Once you get into the beach area, there is plenty of restaurants within walking distance. There's a main entrance to the beach that includes long port swings. It's made to be a beautiful entrance out in the front of that. There is a jumping water, water fountain that kids can play in. Now, last year, because of the pandemic, that was closed off, and that made sense. I'm not sure if it's back on, but it's a nice play area for the kids to cool off. There are plenty of showers, showers in the standpoint of cleaning off after you leave the beach, 
washing off your feet, getting the sand off of you. They have those rubberized walkway match all the way down to the beach if you go through that main area. Now, if you're staying at a place that has a private beach, of course, they'll have their own walkways and docks and ways to get down to the beach. There's almost always big ships floating out somewhere. You can drive all the way to the end of the island, which I'll talk about just in a moment. That's another reason I like it. It's a very walk-around type atmosphere. The beach is beautiful. Cars don't drive on the beach. You can bicycle on the beach. We do that all the time. Be honest, it just seems of all the tourist beaches that I've been to, it just seems like the people on this beach are so friendly. I don't want to stereotype any other beach. In fact, if there's another beach that people are rude on, it's probably tourists from out of town. But for some reason, the tourists always seem well-behaved here. I haven't run into anybody that seems snotty at all. Everybody speaks. I remember the good old days when you used to wave at everybody, and they would wave back even if they didn't know you. It's kind of like that down there is what it reminds me of. In addition... It's got a lot of shopping within walking distance of the beach. It's got a lot of snack-type places. I love frozen custard. We've been to those places. All the icy-type drinks you can think of. All of the souvenir shops that you would expect to be down there. Bakeries, nice breakfasts, and restaurants where... We There's some restaurants that we've gone to more than once. We also went to a Greek restaurant for a dinner one time last year, and it was fantastic. I, I try to be a little bit adventurous when I do that. But so much of that is in within walking distance. If you're from the South and you've ever been to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, it kind of reminds me of that because there's so many things you can walk around to. And in the evening, there is entertainment, live entertainment outside everywhere. So lots of fun stuff to do all day long. I like to walk on the beach early. When I'm with my grandkids and their parents, we like to go down to the beach and put up our tent-type structure, our canopy, and hang out at the beach. I'm one of those that kind of likes to go out on the water and just stay out in the water rather than lay out in the sun, but it's it's a beautiful beach. The area is beautiful, and the way they've designed the streets are absolutely fantastic. In that regard, overall city effect is probably the best of any beach city I've ever been to. I'll tell you one deep sea fishing story. My brother loves to fish, and he loves seafood, and when me and my boys, which at that time I think they were late teens, maybe early 20s, I can't even remember, we went down there, and he took us deep sea fishing, and while we weren't successful, it was kind of comical because once we got out where you couldn't see any land, yeah, I got a little bit nauseous, and they were going to, they told me which hose to pick up to squirt some fresh water in my mouth, and it ended up being salt water, so that was hilarious. We got a lot of, I guess they call it chum to fish with before we left. And we only caught, my son caught a little baby shark that, of course, we released. And that's the only thing we caught all day. So it was disappointing in that regard. But maybe the coolest thing of the whole trip is when we were coming back, there was a 
dolphin in the area that apparently knew this guy's boat. He recognized it, and he always would swim in behind the boat, follow it in, looking for handouts of maybe fish that had been cut up that they would throw out. And of course, we had some chum left, so we threw that to him. And that was kind of a hilarious way to end our day that week. But if you're into deep sea fishing, plenty of opportunities to do that as well. I mentioned golf. There is lots of mini golf down there, lots of different mini golf areas, some of which I know was within walking distance, although it probably was three quarters of a mile from that Disney Vacation Club area. But there's plenty of really nice mini golfs. The restaurant that we look most forward to going to is Salty Dog Cafe. It is down on Harbor Town. The cool thing about down there, you do have to pay an admission fee just to go to that part of the island, but it's worth it. The Lighthouse, read up on it. The Lighthouse is down there. Salty Dog is down there. Lots of great seafood, lots of great touristy things to do. Lots of shops, ice cream, all that kind of stuff is down there. That area, if you ever want to buy a condo and you got a lot of money, that's the place to do it because there are many, a lot of million-dollar condos down there. So that is probably the place you save to maybe go one night out of the week. I know my wife has ridden a bicycle all the way down there, but technically she was supposed to pay even on the bike path to go into that area, but they let her through. So absolutely outstanding area to go to while you're down there. You know, it's funny, one of the swimming pools we went by that my brother showed me one time, you could see an alligator out floating on the little lake that was next to it. So just like every water-type place in Florida, this area, too, has some alligators to contend with. I'm going to read to you now a laundry list of things that my brother sent to me that if this sounds like your type of thing, well, then this is what you need to do research on. So here we go. All right, you have Caligny Plaza. I'm not going to go into a lot of details about this because if you if you end up going to Hilton Head, you're going to research this on your own and decide which part of it you like best. So Caligny Plaza, that's C-O-L-I-G-N-Y. Shelter Cove on Tuesdays has fireworks. South Beach Marina area, that's where the Salty Dog is. The Harbor Town Lighthouse that I've already mentioned. He mentions the golf courses just as I did. Palmetto Dunes is a general store for Hilton Head Island t-shirts and souvenirs. There's a Sunset Dolphin Cruise in the area. He, too, mentions how popular renting bikes are for the week, just as I had mentioned. Tanger Outlets in Bluffton, that's a nice place to visit. And then he said a, a nice day trip is to Defasky Island. He spells it D-A-U-F-A-S-K-I-E. If you're interested there, he recommends renting a golf cart for the day. And then he says they also do a boat ferry to Savannah for the day from Harbor Town. So all that sounds like fun. So here's the bottom line, guys. I think if you don't make Hilton Head one of the beaches you visit in your lifetime, you mention out. Let's be honest. Before I started going to Hilton Head, I'd been to a lot of beaches in Florida. We had been to the one in California I had mentioned. I like Hilton Head best. I would not have bought a timeshare based in Hilton Head if I didn't think we were going to go back often. 
you can rent condos. I know I've got family members that call Airbnb. So if you're into that type of thing, that will help you out in that regard. But I know you guys like vacations. Teachers, you deserve those vacations. Check out Hilton Head. Plenty of stuff for your kids to do. Plenty of stuff for the grown-ups to do. I'll throw in one more one thing I forgot about in Savannah, and I checked to make sure it was still open. We went to escape room Savannah and did an escape room while we were in Savannah, so that was a nice thing to do that day, too. And yes, we escaped even though there was only 30% of the people that went in our escape room escaped, so that was fun. So between Savannah and Hilton Head and all the other activities that I mentioned and that my was on my brother's list, you're going to love Hilton Head Island in South Carolina. So I said that very South Carolina-ish when I said that, didn't I? So teachers, another great place to take for vacation. It's a great beach. I think you're going to enjoy it. We've got only, I've got to go back to school here in two weeks. I've just got two more weeks off. We have a week of teacher training and then the students come back in the middle of the next week. So summer is almost over, but you're planning vacations. You might go somewhere in fall break. You might go somewhere for a weekend. Hilton Head in our area is some people's long weekend trip. So I think you'll enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. The beach is beautiful. The town is beautiful. And the activities will keep you busy and the restaurants will keep you full. 